Hello and welcome back to How I Spent My Allowance, Season 7, Episode 2, where we are discussing the Dragonlance Legends, Time of the Twins, um, chapters, we're going to say 3 through 5, probably, is how that's going to work out. Um, And when I say we, of course, I mean myself, Seth Alcorn. Ricky Whitworth. And I'm James Finley. Yes, and I also just want to point out that... um, Ugh, dang it. I wanted to make this joke, and I think it's going to land a particular way that I don't want it to land. (laughs) Ah, yes. Uh, No, I've got it now. There we go. And I just want to let you all know that... So we're just sitting there, like, trying to catch it. (laughs) Right. Uh, Just to let everybody know, I regret that not making this joke in the last episode, but since I've got it now, Time of the Twins was the name of the last boob magazine that I purchased. Thank you very much. (laughs) And a good night. Uh, There we go. (laughs) Hey. <laughs> I was going to say last porno, and then I'm like, oh, no, wait, they th- might think I mean actual twins, which I do not. Okay, let's yeah. figure out how we can oh, get out of no, this. We're with... all watching House of the Dragon right now. So, <laughs> like. Oh, Targaryens. Uh... <laughs> Did, is, is, it, is it flush with the, the, the nudes? Um, no, actually, uh-huh. uh, there was some stuff early on, but um, there, there has no um, IO, buddy. I need to need to record. Okay, all right, sweet boy. That's one of my cats. Is but is it time to make the biscuits? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> um. Yeah, unfortunately, IO, this isn't actually like a Zoom meeting with all of our audience, so we don't get yes. to do the show everyone the cat no. thing. No, no. He's making very tiny biscuits. Very tiny biscuits. All right. Uh, let's. Uh, how am I even going to reference this book right now? Oh, cat. Okay. Uh, all right. So. Nope. That's that's definitely chapter five. We're not there yet. We're on chapter three. Uh, we are. Yes. There. No, that's chapter four. I get it one of these days, but page 46. Thank you very much. There we are. Chapter three. Um, so this is, uh, right after, <sighs> um, well, he just jumped off my chest. And away they go. Is my wife home? I don't know. Uh, I'll find out. This is right after uh, what we didn't tell you. I think at the end of last episode was basically Caramon walked in, did a really bad, like drunk impression from the vaudeville era, and then fell down, uh, face planted in front of uh, uh, Tannis and Riverwind. And Tannis's response is to close the bar. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, he's like, out, everybody, out, just out. Um, and then we get, um, we get Caramon's, uh, backstory, which is basically, uh, essentially he was filling up the hole in his life left by Raceland with other people needing him. Okay. And Tika was like, well, if we get married quickly enough, he could just transfer that over to me and then everything will be fine. And it doesn't work like that. It didn't work like that, especially because of some of the uh, the trauma that those two in particular have been through. Yep. Um, and it was okay. 
Like, things were okay. They were actually, I would say, pretty good. And then something happened. Uh, Karaman, um hoped things were going to change and, like, said, hey, I know you've got this really great villain lair slash wizard tower, but we've got a room for you here in Solace. Anytime. Anytime. And Raceland wrote back, I have no brother. I know one. Uh, I know no one named Karamon and signed it. And blah. Now, they say all this um, in, in front of Chrysania. And of course, I do want to point out that Raceland is just being cold blooded. Uh, but that's like yeah. nothing new. Um, they say this in front of Chrysania, and she's like, This is Karaman Majir. Oh, but Raceland's such a hunk. Yeah. Intelligent <laughs> and powerful. And yeah. Sensitive. And and then uh Tannis is like, uh, yeah, no, the guy you're praising uh helped make him like this. Yeah. And then Chrysania is like, well, maybe Karaman just didn't love him enough. Not like I will. And Ooh. Tika. There's a there's a minute here. Where hide the frying pan? I a thing didn't happen that I wanted to happen, <laughs> and I I wanted Tika to just snap. Yeah, because uh, Chrysania deserved it for that one. Uh, yeah, honestly, they both deserved it. Yeah, Tika deserved that chance to snap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Chrysania. Uh, deserve to understand that uh, she should be holding, uh, rolling higher on her wisdom checks. Yeah. Like empathy. At least pretend, yo. <laughs> Does she have like a minus to her wisdom checks related to Raceland? Like all Raceland related wisdom checks are to negative four? Oh, yeah. Well, she succumbed to his charm. <laughs> That's yeah. right. I do strongly suspect, like, was there something that he did to her? Like, did he charm person? I mean, maybe, but for her, it probably would have worn off by now. Like, yeah. And, and also, like... He is somehow, again, living alone in the tower. He has... He's perfected his people manipulation skills. Um, But he is too skilled a manipulator to need to think charm person is going to do what he wants it to do in this mm -hmm. case right that's fair because it's gonna it's gonna run off it's gonna yeah. it's gonna wear off at some point um but yep so like tannis is like i can't stay war between two elven kingdoms god oh, i hate this then it's Chrysania, and Chrysania's like, okay, look, um, Chrysania, you stay here. I'll come back. I'll take you back to Palanthas. You can tell everybody it's failed. And she's like, well, it didn't fail because I'm going to walk there myself. And Tannis is like, well, I can't do it. Caramon can't do it. And uh, Riverwind can't do it. Riverwind can't do it. Chrysania's like, yes, I'll just wait for Tasselhoff and we'll go. <laughs> And there's a big, there's a big no, and uh, it, 
Tannis is like, okay, look, just hang on. I'll get some knights. And she's like, no, no, Paladine's faith protects me. And again, it's like, Mightn't, mightn't this not be? No, never mind. It's yeah, it, it's easy. just look like. Why don't we look look at look at like the last, however many dragon wars there have been? Let's see. Oh, look, so and so cleric died. So and so cleric died. So and so cleric died. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Also, like, yeah, sure, your god may be protecting you, but he's clearly not protecting you from the thirst. So, oh, yeah. which is what you really need protection from. Yeah, you need you you uh yeah you need a little drink of water there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Leave some room for Fizzben. Yeah, <laughs> well, actually, I think she needs a she needs a drink of that nasty smelling tea. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of that medicine. Some of that some of that medicine. Just get that on down. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. It's 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 just a you know like look. I can't ever remember whether it's half a pack of smokes and a full tank of gas or half a tank of gas and a full pack of smokes, but she doesn't even have the suit and the sunglasses to be able to pull off the I'm on a mission from God shtick. Yeah. Okay. That would be funny if this, if, and then like all the dragons, there was just a big dragon crash and they kept crashing into each other. Uh, anyway, okay. Um, that is, that's the, the Blues blue, Brothers. The Blue Dragons. If, yeah. Exactly. And if you, uh, I would honestly, I honestly cannot recommend either movie. Like, I understand that a lot of people think that whatever, the 1980 Blues Brothers is a classic. And I'm like, it's just stuff happening. The, the the there is no character growth there is no development the overarching plot is very thin it's just stuff happening yeah that, not to say that there's not some good there's not some good bits in it there's good bits in it but yeah all right and maybe one of those things you watch so that you understand the world better yeah maybe <laughs> like yeah. when people come into my world they watch escape from new york and then they understand me better. <laughs> um, Was it good? <laughs> yeah, I I realize that that my world is uh, a lot of mostly um, old comedy bits. Like, there's a lot of other stuff in there, but if given the chance, old comedy bits. You'll end up reenacting uh, who's on first with me for half of the day <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes, I will. Yes. yes, I will. Definitely. Um, I've got two people. Well, they must be a vaudevillian duo then. Um, okay. But uh, we're also told that, um, like, she's going to go talk to Parsalian, but she doesn't want to destroy Raceland. She wants to, you know, reclaim him because she can change him folks right he's yes i will turn him (sighs) oh boy this is one of those moments where i deeply regret this is an audio medium because i've been making very suggestive eyebrows for the past few minutes (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like uh uh um uh, and uh you know, Tannis is like, but maybe if I try to do something, 
And everybody's like, Tannis, you can't. Yeah. Riverwind points out that Karaman is fighting his own soul, and this is true. He is. Uh, also, some bad luck in the genetic lottery uh, and some other things. Um, I, I do... I do like that in response to Chrysania's uh, declaration that she's going to help reclaim Raceland, Riverwind says the woman may be a holy cleric of Paladine, and may the gods forgive me if I speak ill of one of their chosen, but I think she's mad. And Tannis is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm Folks, I'm sorry for what I'm about to do, but I'm going to do this. Tannis is like, yeah, bitches be crazy. And then he leaves. <laughs> and Tika's like, no, no. She's not crazy. She's just crazy in love. She's so crazy. Oh, so crazy. She's so crazy. Ah, <sighs> yeah. But then, the, then it, they immediately annotate, uh, put a note in. Oh, we yeah. don't think she's actually in love with him. Yeah. Well, it's like I'm off. This is Margaret Weiss. I'm often asked if Chrysania loves Raislin. I do not think she does. She is attracted to him. I'm I'm sorry, but because of the way they phrase this, I'm going to do another thing, which a lot of you might find uncomfortable. She's attracted to him sexually, um, <laughs> as he is to her, but that's not the same thing. And I'm like, so has she never had hot pants for anyone before? Right. Like, is this her first? Because it, it reads like maybe it's her first crush, which seems odd. But, I mean, again, if she's into bad boys, maybe she had never had the chance to find that out. Yeah. But I don't know. It's very... I, I feel like the way that most people respond to bad characters in this series is that no one's ever met a bad boy. Yeah. Or a bad girl. Ever. Yeah. And then they meet one and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. This was an option. <laughs> but your boots are tight right up to your calf. <laughs> um, anyway. Not scandalous. Uh which it's, is at least how I'm explaining to myself the entire Tannis Tidiara arc. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That's, I mean, like, on, honestly, like, I because I don't think this gets discussed, uh, they were both out in the forest one day hunting for the same deer, and Tannis got to it first, and Kitiara got angry, and uh, then they started a wrestling, and then that wrestling turned spicy. Never mind. That's an entirely reasonable reason to fall in love with somebody. I sign <laughs> off on that. Yeah, um, that's true love. <laughs> but it, it's also like, look, I do. Do I think she's in love with Raceland, the whole person? No. Do I think she's in love with the carefully crafted facsimile that Raceland has allowed to see her? Allowed her to see? Yes. Do I think she's more in love with the idea of her winning this great victory by turning this obvious bad boy into a good guy? Yes, I would agree to that, too. But do I think she's not in love with him? Uh, I don't know that I could sign off on that. She's at least got a bad case of the infatuations. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's she's got whatever Romeo and Juliet had. Uh, she is, um, if I may quote, a 70s Disney film, which I actually probably should not quote because it was based on something written by Rudyard Kipling and is probably actually fairly racist. But uh, she is Twitter-pated. Oh, yeah. Why would Bambi be racist? Oh, no. That's Don't from the this. 50s. 
<clears throat> no, uh, Twitter the, ju- Bambi. the Jungle Book. The no, jungle Twitter, book. Twitter paid it is from Bambi. Oh, Twitter paid it's from Bambi? That's me getting my Disney reference wrong, everybody. Never mind. Yeah, that's uh, when um when Thumper, uh, Thumper gets Thumper. all Twitter paid me. Twitter painted. Yes, that's right. For some yeah. reason, I transposed it onto Jungle Book. Don't ask me why. Um, I was very confused why Bambi was written by Roy Kipling. But I'm I'm now I'm now very confused. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> that was a way wrong Disney reference of me to um, me to make. As we all know, the only two good Disney movies from the '70s are um, uh, The Fox and the Hound and uh, Robin Hood, which okay. Yeah, you were going to be judged very harshly on what you said, and if you were going to pick two, you picked great. Yeah, you did good. Like, please, <laughs> I was kind of alive then. Anyway, yeah. um, all right, but we we return to the inside of Caramon's head, and uh, there's an army of dwarves marching around the room, um, going thud 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 because he's got a big headache. Uh, and then you know he uh, he pukes and he goes looking for his flask of dwarf spirits and he doesn't find the first one and he goes for the second one rummaging through clothes that won't fit over his flabby body because we're told that. Grumpus. Yep. Uh, and no, here it is. Twenty-eight years old and fifty pounds overweight. Yep. Jesus Christ. Uh, so like, who's not who's not getting this man clothes that fit him? Yeah. Right. Like I'm 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 sorry. Like I understand like everyone's going through a hard time right now, but like please give him a shirt that fits. Someone. Right. Yeah. Like at the very at the very least, if he's got two of the same color, you can cut them apart and sew them back together. Huh. Right? Look. Yeah. Um I mean, I'm assuming it's relatively easy to come by clothes. I'm about to go down a historical textile yeah. rabbit hole Ooh. that you do not want me in right now. So <laughs> keep going. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but, you know, he does find his second flask. He drinks it and the headache goes away because of the hair of the dog or whatever. Yep. Uh, and he's about to go change my shirt. And then he smells himself and he's like, wait, why should I wash? What was he? Sissy? That's who keeps clean. So he smelled. It was a manly smell. Plenty of women liked it, found it attractive, found him attractive. Never complained or nagged, not like Tika. Why couldn't she take him as he was? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So... He goes out into the living room. Uh, Tika's banging some stuff around, brings him a huge plate of food, and uh, he realizes she's angry at him, and he doesn't remember. And then she reminds him that he passed out on uh, basically at Tannis's feet, and now there's and now he's. Time for the shame spiral. He's, he's crying and he's like, he's this, that, the other thing. And somebody knocks at the door and she's hoping that it's Tannis and Caramon can apologize. And it's actually Odic bringing us the news that Lady Crisania is no longer in her room. Uh, and he goes to his room to cry some more because 
it's bad and he's probably not sober. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I just, um, anyway, so Lady Crisania has gone to find Wayrith, or rather she had gone, uh, in search of it, and uh, no one ever found it, according to legend, because in Soviet Russia, Wayrith finds find you. you! Yeah. And I mean, that's all this, oh, it's so dark and evil and awful, and I'm like, yeah, also it does, like, taxi service, and, <laughs> um... Like, oh, oh, that's a horrible place. Yeah, well, maybe people want you to think that because the last time they're like, hey, we're mages. We have an open house every week. Uh, people were like, ah, but you're evil and we're going to take all your stuff. I don't know. I just, it, it, the, the thing is that because Tannis and Riverwind were both having these thoughts and I, I guess nobody explained to them what had happened, <laughs> but it's it's also just like give Wayrith a break. Give it a break. It's a good boy forest just trying to do its job. <laughs> I'm also like a little worried about Tannis, which is never not the case. He's my boy. I'm gonna worry. Uh but he's having a hard time letting war go. And I understand that this is the beginning of a trilogy. So my advice of chill, it's not always wartime, is like not actually good advice in this situation. But I feel a little bad for him that whenever anything happens, he's like, how is this going to screw me over? <laughs> well, I mean, he's also been put in this position where thanks to um, one of his romantic interests working out, He has married into a family of uh, elven royalty. Some of which hate some of which hates him, but yeah. recognizes <clears throat> that he is now an important player. And yeah. now he has to do all of this stuff he never, ever thought he was going to have to do. Yep. So like with one very notable exception, I think a lot of the last two years has been screwing over Tannis half elven in various ways. Like, yep. Don't get me wrong. He's not Job or anything, but mm -hmm. like he's probably <laughs> no. He's not Job because he complains about it the entire time. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> Job's friends thought he complained about it too much. That's a weird, weird. Like I read that and I'm like, who is taking what from this exactly? I don't understand this. And don't explain it to me the way you want to explain it to me. Explain it to me based on what it says. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> they made a bet. Anyway, it's going to keep reading this book. Not the one that Job's in. Or Robert <laughs> oh Heinlein. Can you imagine if we did a reaction read of the Old Testament? <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> Uh, skipping that idea no no honestly that entire podcast is just going to be me going what i like a little vengeance come on anyway because that's <laughs> what god has to sound like in the old testament right okay good we're good okay um so then uh 
Tika is like, you know what? I've had enough of this. Uh, somebody's going on a crazy quest to get this guy's brother because she's in love with him. I can't go out and help for some reason, even though I am clearly the more capable of the two people in this house, I guess, because I got to run the inn. Um, so I'm going to go throw armor at Karamon until he does something. And that's when Tasselhoff shows up. And he asks a man for directions. And that man clutches his coin purse and Taz is offended, but he sure does take that guy's pocket knife. <laughs> um, Good man, Taz. Good man. Yeah. Gotta love. Uh, and we find out that uh, Caramon was apparently building a house for them to live in. Um, and he was doing a really good job up until the point where he quit. And the footnote is, Tika's house is symbolic of Caramon's inability to make anything of his life. He tries to build to create. He has grandiose ideas, but he can never bring them to fruition. And my problem with that was, well, it seems like he was doing a really good job on this house. And. It's almost like he's really good at providing for people. It's just no one's actually there for him when he needs them. It's just like maybe somebody like, honestly, like, <laughs> Karaman needed a therapist. He didn't need what is about to happen over the course of these three books. He just needed somebody to talk him through his issues and to be like, but you're building this house and it's beautiful. And he would go, oh, I, I guess I am. Yeah, that's a project you could work on. Yeah, something to keep you busy. And he'd be like, yeah, it sure is. And he'd probably finish that. And then he could collapse because he didn't have another project. Um, I don't know. You could get him like another project. I know. Then like you could go just... build a... Build another house. Bill's you could do like for Habitat everybody. for Humanity for for the for, forest. For Solace, yeah. Um, yeah. And apparently like all the windows are nice and there's glass in the windows, which is really weird for a a, a peasant household in the Middle Ages, but it's all right. Um, He's a hero of the Lance. They both are. Yeah, I guess that gives them the... <laughs> You're a hero of the Lance. What do you want? Uh, glass for my window? They're like, Sure. Hiding a bag of steel coins. <laughs> um. Anyway, so, uh, you know, and uh, he's put a little uh, a little mark over the room that was for Raceland where, you know, uh, was saying that wizards live here. And um, then he walks over to another smaller Satter house, which is somehow like. The nice unfinished house looks better than the smaller sad house. It's been the same amount of time. It's. Anyway. Well, maybe. I mean, they might have made the house that Caraman and Tika are in. Then Caraman started on the big house and then the letter came. Yeah, I guess. It's I mean, just, but even it, even if that's the case, it's yeah. only like months older and yeah, not like and years older. I, I mean, unless this is a cottage that was already there and they moved into it, and then he just stopped helping keep up, and Tika didn't have time. And, but even was... then, like it, it, it's on the ground, yeah. right? Yeah, like the their cottage, which means it would have to be a post war cottage, right? Yeah, everything one thing, all right? was in the trees. It was in the trees. Right? Before. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, apparently their their house is uh is as wrecked as they have described him as being. Um uh and Taz uh says tells a bundle of clothes he has with him to wait 
and the door's locked, so he has to go in a window, and then he sees it's the throwing armor game at Karaman, um, and Tika's very confused, and Taz is like, Tannis must have told you I was coming. I'm supposed to meet Lady Crisania, and then there's this whole thing, and it's just... The, the throwing of the armor has stopped. Karaman is, is now standing. Why should I care about Lady Crisania? And Tika does the... Lady Crisania is a powerful cleric of Paladine. She is going to get your brother. And you are going to help her. Uh, And Karaman's like, oh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah, okay. I guess. Oh, and then he starts crying because Lady Crisania wants to help Race and because he couldn't, I guess. I uh, Anyway. Look, um, he's had a really bad morning. Yeah. Like, this has just not, not been his morning. No, it has not been his morning. Definitely not. Um, uh, and then at, oh, we have a little bit more uh, back and forth and we find out that the bundle of clothes is Boopoo. Here we go. More Gully Dwarf. Right? Well, why does she want Poo-Poo? asks Tika. Taz says, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, and Tika's like, but I'm sure you can. And he's like, no, I swear to Paladine and we're personal friends. <coughs> and then he's he turns to Karaman and he's like, why did you get fat? Um, uh, yeah, and they're, I mean, they're, they're, it, basically it's just like, Taz is trying to help Karamon get on his armor. They're having a uh, a a it is a comic scene yeah. in which the overweight guy can no longer put on his armor. Um, we find out, of course, that Crisani has a secret plan and that Boop is part of it. And she's taken to Parsalian, and yeah, and uh... yeah. I mean, we yeah. all see what we're setting up to go towards. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all know what's going to happen basically at least this part of it um yeah. but yeah and I, I think we didn't i we didn't really get into uh, I, I one of the things that we i didn't tell you about or we didn't talk about last time is that in addition to getting the note um one of the things that happened to caramon is he basically just started drinking and he would hire out as a caravan guard and then nobody would hire him twice and then yeah. finally he came back like and and the whole thing is is like apparently he'd been hiding his drinking very well from Tika at least I don't know it's I don't yeah that's yeah whatever. I mean I guess a combination of willful um, ignorance and yeah. hiding at yeah. the beginning of the addiction I guess is reasonable. Yeah. And if he was a caravan guard, he could have been drinking while he was gone. That's yeah. that's like long haul trekking, right? Like you're, yeah. you're you go out with a caravan and then you come back eventually. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Um, yeah. So, you know, Caramon's uh, like, okay, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go help him, and 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 and, and maybe we could fix him, and. Uh, Oh, he can move into the room I got and in our new house, and it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Um, and Tika's like, oh, I have hope. But wait, no, I have to make sure he does this thing. I'm going to go pack for you. Uh, and 
They make a point of talking about how his armor doesn't fit him and about how Boopoo thinks he looks just like High Bulb Fudge and uh, more fat jokes from Boopoo. Yeah. Basically, Caramon's like, I look dumb and fat, and I understand how that feels. Uh, I look dumb and fat, and I'm not doing anything. And Tika's like, yeah, you are. You're leaving, and you're not coming back here until you fix yourself. Which is, you know, probably not the best way to do things. But also, they don't have a they don't have a context for how to deal with this. Yeah. So I mean, it's it is a healthy thing for her. Not very healthy for them or for him. Yeah. Um. And you know, should never have gotten to this place. Right. But they don't. There's. Yeah. Yep. But and hey, without that, we don't have the rest of these books. I just can't imagine that nobody has ever been through anything like this before and would not have any wisdom to offer. Like, I understand that, like, before the advent of psychotherapy, stuff like this happens, you know? But, yeah. like, I, as a story conceit, it is hard for me to imagine that, like, I will let the heroes call happen. I will sit here and I will stop being grumpy. Yeah. Oh, the but they, well, by back. the way, we had, did, did, didn't you know, by the way, that we're starting from home because the hero has to have a place. We're starting in a familiar place for the hero because they have to have a place to come back to. They wouldn't have. Any... I had a feeling Joseph Campbell was involved. Uh... <laughs> that guy's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, it's just like you can't. It's a, it's a shame you can't pop. It's a shame. I don't know where that came from. It's a shame you can't pop up to Palantas and be like, Astinus, got a psychotherapy section in here somewhere. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, right. All this, everybody, uh, anybody like, ever explore the a, psyche? Run a bar for 30 years. Yeah. You know, probably has had some patrons come through in just, various just places on this journey. Go sit right. with a. I have the strangest feeling that he has never once tried to solve an alcohol problem. <laughs> I know Which the way to solve that alcohol problem. Is another order of potatoes. More and another mug of ale. Alcohol. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like the. Let. You know what? <laughs> Why don't you have enough another drink and then everything will feel a little bit better, kind of guy? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so they, you know, they basically, uh, yeah, they have a conversation where Tika's like, "Look, you're trying to follow him into the darkness. It's not working. I need you to go fix yourself. And if you are not." coming back to me as a husband or even friend until you come back at peace with yourself. And I'm like, look, Tika, if everybody gave that ultimatum, none of us would be in relationships. Right? Because we're all fully at peace with ourselves. Right? Hmm. That's that's not that's not the way. Anyway, I know yeah, what I'm she sitting means. Over here like, I'm single. Must be nice to y'all to be completely at peace with yourselves. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing that my therapist can attest to is that I'm completely at peace with myself. <laughs> ah, yeah. 
Um, that is the prerequisite for a healthy relationship is that everyone involved is completely at peace with themselves. We're not Zen monks! That'd be a twist, right? If then he you came back be and he's married, like, right? uh, no, you could not be. Um, but if he came back and he's like, Tika, what is the sound of one hand clapping? And she's like, are we married? And he's like, hmm, can we truly say if anyone is ever truly married? <laughs> uh, dear audience. That was me uh, making the is, sound of one hand clapping. This is when Seth starts clapping his own hand with his fingers <laughs> that's that's a, that's an old simpsons joke oh yeah that's like uh lisa is trying to teach uh teach bart meditation so he can win at mini golf and she's like what's the sound of one hand clapping and he's like that's it um anyway i've definitely seen it before but you did it with such gravitas <laughs> i just i just know i yeah I just know as, what I'm as doing. As he does all things. That's that's with gravitas. That's gravitas. one thing that is going to be carved in my tombstone is gravitas. No, what's going to be carved in my tombstone is going to be gravitas. <laughs> gravitas. <laughs> that's that's what's going to happen. <laughs> the world spins around his booty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So Caramon has been kicked out of his house, and. Taz is like, you know what? It's going to be just like old times, except that you're very unhappy and Tika's very unhappy and everybody's very unhappy. And uh, come on. I, I, I do like the line of all the adventures he had been on. This one was certainly starting out all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Still exactly by the book Campbell, but all wrong. Oh, we haven't been talking about the illustrations, have we? Shoot. No, we haven't. Do we need to go back? No. Okay. I don't think so. Great. Chapter five uh, is a a gem that is shining and a bunch of faces that look like mole men from Marvel circa 1963. I get a little Nosferatu vibe, too. A little bit of a, yeah, yeah. Uh, and some undead hands are sort of reaching. In, but I do like the first sentence because I think it has to be read. Palantas, fabled city of beauty. <laughs> um, but whomst is it why it's Kitty Ara on the back of her blue dragon sky? Skin. Uh, Ooh, and yes, more if evil, why hot? And if, and yeah. uh, there. <laughs> They're, you know, they're uh, flying over Palanthas and, you know, uh, both of them would like a little war and Sky's like, hey, and she she goes, no, my pet. And I'm like, are you hang on now? Come on. You're a lot. You're, you seemed a lot more partnery in the first trilogy, which is yeah. maybe maybe you don't maybe you don't call a dragon my pet. I'm just. You know, you know, and Kitty R is like, hey, well, there's a truce. That's great. And uh, we're building up our forces. We're doing that. And um, uh, they're not doing anything. So we are we are just going to come down on them like a ton of bricks is what we're going to do. And then they head over to uh, the um, 
trying to get to the Tower of High Sorcery. And even Sky can't quite make it there. He's got to fly down uh, and land. And uh, Kitiara is monologuing to herself. Well, actually, not to herself, to an unseen companion. Uh, and, of, of course, again, we get the phrase master of uh, past and present. And, uh, you know, uh, they, they say that Sky would have given his last drop of blood for his master, which is, again, I think a weird way of contextualizing that relationship. Uh, but it was beyond his power. No mortal being, not even a, a dragon, could enter that accursed ring of guardian oaks. Um, so now she's come at night. Uh, I want to say that they did buzz the walls on the way in. Oh, yeah. Like Sky blasted the walls. <laughs> yeah, they stayed just out of arrow range. Yeah, which is, if I'm not mistaken, also out of dragon fear range, but apparently not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Kit admits that she's afraid, and uh, it turns out that the person she was talking to is none other than Lord Soth. Yes, the Invisible Death Knight. Yeah, and I'm like, so he was on Sky's back the whole time, and Sky wasn't a little, like, just a little creeped out by this. Nah, he was just Iron Manning next to him. Yeah, I. He's <laughs> flying around. <laughs> yeah. Fireballs. Anyway, uh, by the way, I just want to point out that Never according mind to the notes, the Death Knight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, according to the note from Tracy. Lord Soth sprang to life one afternoon in my cubicle at TSR. I was working on the design of a module entitled Dragons of War and was pondering the disposition of armed forces that were attacking the tower. Suddenly there was Lord Soth, full-blown in my mind. In that moment I knew his history and his tragic fate. Soth is such a wonderful presence that we as writers are somewhat in awe of him. Whenever he is allowed into a story, he has a tendency to take it over and start dragging it in the direction he wants it to take. We have to be very careful whenever Lord Soth appears in our stories, lest he dominate it. pretentious boo. that's a thing for exploratory writers that happens uh, yeah I I, I I i i yeah he's in maybe it's a very dramatic way of explaining it he's in yeah. maybe three of their books he's in three of their books well, the, 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 obviously they've so. been very careful about allowing him into stories yeah <laughs> um but also, another way you could have explained it is he's a lot of fun to write, and when we put him in stuff, we're like, well, well why don't we see where this goes with him rather than with... <laughs> rather than with milk toast should be polyamorous over there. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Tannis. Shots fired. Hmm. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. He's not milk toast. That's a little unfair. Um, needlessly, needlessly dramatic about something. So maybe. that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's our favorite fresh gremlin boy. It's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. So uh, you know, there's a whole lot of ah, should I go? I kind of don't want to. And then Soth being like, well, okay, fine. You <laughs> show your brother that you're chicken. Go on. 
and Kitty R is like, okay, uh, what do I do with this thing, this jewel? And Sauce like, don't you, don't you wear your pretty little hat about? It. Just hold it up, and the people who need to see it will be able to see it. I use the term people loosely. <laughs> uh, so I keep forgetting they're related. Yeah, where's the part with it? No, dang it. Mm. Did I did I miss the part where we compare it to Dracula's castle? Where we or we where well you? they compare it to Dracula's castle. Oh, all right, never mind. They compare the tower to Dracula's castle. Remember that. Just remember that. There's a bit coming up, and I want you all to be prepared. <laughs> I've been sitting here anticipating this bit. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> So Kitiara has a little trouble uh, walking because apparently this jewel does not preclude uh, hands reaching up out of the ground and like attacking her. And, you know, Darth Vader, I mean, Lord Soth is over there telling her not to drop the jewel. And, uh, you know, basically she realizes that what she has to do uh, is to touch the hands that are grabbing her with the jewel and at this point uh there's a bunch of things that happened first of all you know she she holds the jewel aloft and says see this you accursed she screams this shrilly but i'm not going to because of my throat <laughs> she <laughs> see this you accursed creatures of living death you will not stop me i will pass do you hear me i will pass Ian McKellen from the corner says, you shall not pass. And then, of course, Michael Jackson stops dancing, <laughs> which is everything that's going on for these bits. Um, but, like, she gets through it. There's a bunch of angry undead people uh, who can't, you know, drink her hot living blood. And at the end of the trail is Raceland, and Kitty R is very angry at him, and he says, good evening. There we go. That's it. That's the bit. It's just racing his dragon. That's all that's going yes. on. It's true. Which is I, how I like to think that he, you know, uh, like Crusania shows up and that sting from, um, oh, what is it? I used to know the name of the diddly, diddly, do, do, that one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thunder crashes. Oh, yeah. It's something in B minor. Well, anyway, it's in B minor. It's of course, it's B minor. Of course. So now, now that you said that, I because like two days ago was the reshowing of the 1992 Bram Stoker's Dracula in the oh, theaters, boy. or like yesterday. Yeah. So now all I can imagine is Raceland played by Gary Oldman, and I'm like, now I understand. Now I get it. Okay. Like now we're all on this train together, and we all think that Raceland's hot. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I am Dracula. I just mind licking the blood off a razor, which you can't see, audience, but that was... That it was, was impressive. Ridiculous. Yeah. Audience, it was impressive. <laughs> uh, boy. I did not care for that movie when it came out. I probably still wouldn't care for it. Anyway. But yeah... Hey. Uh, yeah, oh, that's baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, God. Anyway, it's apparently just the sheer fact of people younger than I am frustrates me. 
that's the whole thing. Like, that's why? Okay. <laughs> After the past two years, we're we're all starting to get it. We get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But it also makes me like. That's just such a weird fever dream of a movie. It it is, like when he like smashes the cross and blood starts pouring out of it, and he starts drinking it, and he's wearing like weird red muscle fiber simulating armor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that armor is icon. Uh, memorable memorable i mean it it, it also seems like and and apparently by the way uh george tours has this right people in the middle ages did like to in fact decorate their armor Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh but that particular suit of armor just seems like it would be clumsy to use hard to make and sort of really pointless which if anyone's gonna have it (laughs) dracula yeah yeah. (laughs) old vlad Oh, good old. oh, what a stick in the mud. The mm. most extra boys. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, I mean, <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely had a behavior too that was very extra, that guy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just like, you know, when I was younger, uh, I, I used to imagine like I would put myself in the books like me as me in the books like hanging out yeah. with heroes of the lance and doing stuff. And now I'm just Mitzelplick. Who? Uh, Mr. Mitzelplick from Superman, the fifth dimensional imp who shows up. Oh. That guy? No, that's oh. that's who I am in these books. Like everybody's dramatic and trying to make a point and I'm over there in an opera cape and bad fangs going good evening. <laughs> And everybody in the books is just like, who is this asshole? And I'm like, no, this is hilarious to me. You you got to understand. Yeah. I'm having a great time. Yeah. I'm having a great time. Please this, continue this is what your I conversation. Mean. Like. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Showing up in the beginning scene and uh, with at Astonis' office and just telling everybody to hold on and having an extended one-sided conversation with Paladine <laughs> where clearly he's answering. Anyway, but yes, it's funny. It's funny. It's a good bit. <laughs> Just saying. What do you mean you're not coming down? Anyway, so that's <laughs> that's that's how I that's that's what I'm like now. I'm just a just a bad um, Whenever anyone's like what are you doing? You're like, no, 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 I'm not pull- putting him on hold. He's far too important for that. It's like, no. <laughs> Just get, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Anyway. So, uh, Raceland meets her and, you know, they go upstairs. Lord Soth is like, hey, let me give you a quick, uh, quick refresh of your history that you certainly don't know yourself and don't hear sung to you every night by the Banshees in your castle canonically. Um, and he's like, that's right. I am that Lord Soth, and you're the master past and present again for the eighth time. By the way, let me give you a quick rundown of what I could do according to the first edition monster manual. Actually, I think it might be the Fiend Folio. But uh, basically, Lord Soth goes through um, all of the stuff that he as a Death Knight is capable of doing and then says, 
but I bow in the presence of a master. <laughs> and uh, Kitty game recognized like, game, game recognized game. And Kitty R's like, oh dang, I thought I had the upper hand by bringing what would today be considered a CR nineteen to CR twenty creature. And Rayson's like, this is not his voice, of course, because we know his voice is hoarse and raspy. But in my head, he just went disappointed, my dear sister. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> Rayson is like. Two archmages in one, brother. Yeah. Watch yourself. Yeah. Whoa. Shh, shh. Uh, yeah. That's Fist and Dandalus talking. <laughs> That's Fist what Fist and Doodle. Fist and Doodle. Whatever. Um, you know, and they, uh, you know, they're having a conversation, and it's like, oh, it's been two years since the Queen of Darkness met her downfall at Naraka. Kiara's like, yeah, that was your doing, and he's like, yeah, you remember when I let Tannis half elf and kill your boss? You weren't complaining then. And she's like, well, yeah, but now stuff is happening and uh, I'm penned in. And uh, despite the fact that earlier I was having some gloating thoughts about how much we're um, growing in strength. Uh, she, This is what the Irish would call the poor mouth. Right. She's actually doing pretty well, but she's like, oh, no, things are terrible and awful. And look mm -hmm. how bad things are. Um. And, you know, she makes the point that, like, golden dragons watch her day and night. And she's like, and Rayson's like, did they stop you from coming here? And she's like, no, they didn't. Wait, was that you? And he's like, oh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me. That's everything that's happened has been. It's it's it was me, Austin. It was me. OK. <laughs> um, Not quite, but close. Uh, And then. Uh, Kitiara is surprised that he let a revered daughter of Paladine uh, invited a revered daughter of Paladine to uh, visit her and there's a, a second here where it seems like like Raceland says repeats quite eagerly in a way which would lead us to believe that he's attracted to Chrysania at this point but that doesn't make sense like it does he might just be like i know she's into me or like he's pushing back at kitty yeah, yeah like who has used it like the attraction that people feel to her to her yes. advantage like he's like yeah i can do that too yeah she's like i wrote the book on this let me tell you some things about your friend he's like i know i was there yeah. when you were in a relationship it's fine i know about it um so apparently that we go to his study and uh, this son of a bitch has got himself some built-ins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeebus. Got to get me a wizard tower just got for the built-ins. Smells of mahogany. Yep. Fine mm. leather. Fine leather. Fine Corinthian leather. <laughs> yes. That's right. Um, so... <laughs> she's uh, Kitty Ara is upset, uh, perhaps a little drunk, um, objecting to Raceless plan. And she's like, look, this is dumb. Uh, we could rule Ancelon. In fact, we could rule the world. And Raceless like rule the world, rule the world. I don't want to rule the world. I could rule it tomorrow if I wanted to. And I'm like, oh, even if he's a level 30 magic user at this point. <laughs> he can't do it. 
I know what the spells look like. He can't do it unless he wished for it. Unless that's his big plan. I wish I ruled the world. That's the other thing is I never understood why evil people want to rule the world. It just seems like a hassle. Yeah. We've established how yeah. boring administrative uh, administrative stuff is because and your options are well they annoy me i'm gonna kill them well if you do that you're not gonna have any farmers after a while mm. how are you gonna feed everybody that everybody's gonna be complaining to you still kill everybody great it's just you now what are you gonna do you don't know how to do anything you've been ruling the world uh, it's 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 it just it just seems yes yeah yeah um there's an annotation here too that uh I don't know. Maybe I, I want yeah. to push back on. Oh yeah, um, please go ahead. So, so Margaret Weiss. So, uh, you know, f following the, you know, I could rule it tomorrow, but I don't want to. Uh, Raceland begins the legend supremely self-confident. He represents chaos, seeking to overthrow order, represented by the gods. I'm like, okay, I could see him representing the powers of man wanting to overthrow the powers of God. Yeah. But I'm not sure I buy Raceland as an agent of chaos. No, he's really, he's really not so much in the, like, because it, because everything he does is calculated. Yeah. Him, that's, him, that's him, the problem. Smart. And you could say, but everything the Joker does in Batman, uh, Dark Knight is, calculated and he's an agent of chaos and i would say yes that is correct but they're doing different things yeah Raceland just has xanatos gambits you don't know what i'm talking about go to tv tropes waste an hour <laughs> um what it means is that you have a plan that is so supremely well planned that even if it goes wrong for you it still goes right that's okay. what's going on um yeah. yeah okay i get what you're saying because like the joker the intent of the joker is to sow chaos yeah yeah he's, and... he's very meticulous he's very meticulous about planning things that will one way or another cause chaos right but that's not what raceland's doing yeah. that's yeah yeah raceland's like yes i threw a wrench into the dark queen's plans and caused chaos for a reason you didn't just do it to be chaotic. Like you had a you had a reason for letting Tannis kill Lord Ariacus. You had a reason for letting Barum reunite with his sister and closing the door. You didn't just do him because you're like, this is going to make things more chaotic because yeah. arguably it wouldn't because then the forces of good would be more powerful as they are and they would try to restore some semblance of order. So blah, 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 blah. It doesn't work. Yeah. I He's yeah. too. It's too. He's too transactional to be an yeah. agent of chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see a little bit of that later on. Uh, so uh -huh. then, Kitty R says, "You don't want the world. That leaves only blank." So they uh, they they tease it a little bit more, just a bit, where she's thinking, "What if he isn't insane? What if he really means to go through with this?" So, Ricky, as somebody who hasn't read these before, what do you think is happening? I'm pretty sure. I, he's trying to ascend or something. Because she's like, 
I want the good things in this life. We could have done much together, you and I. And I'm like, so he's leaving. So I think he's trying to ascend. Uh, this is correct. This is correct. Okay. Now. Which, honestly, if you're going to have supreme power as an introvert, there are worse ways to go about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of agree with him. Ruling an entire world of people is just nah. Nah, mate. <laughs> I mean, I think it, being a god on Kryn would be worse. It's like, well, you're bound to this function of the balance, and you can't. Mm, this is all you can. Mm, ah, ah, whatever. Uh, well, I, apparently I, you can drop like entire mountains on people if they bother you and or just screw off and go be an old man for a while. So. Only if the entire council of gods agrees. Everybody has to agree to the mountain of fire thing. Can't just have one god throwing mountains of fire willy nilly. That's that's not how any of this works. Um, <laughs> but I guess I I'm going to say at this point that my problem, one of my fundamental problems with this trilogy, is that and I'm I am this is sort of a spoiler, but it's not really hugely important until we get there, is that Raceland's plan has the same weakness as the underpants notes. Step one, become a god. Step two, step three, get everything I want. Does Raceland have things that he wants? I mean, certainly it seems like from time to time he might have an occasional want or two. Yeah, but like as like a, a goal rather than like a whim or like... Oh. Yeah, but I guess a, a better way of putting it is step one, become a god. Step two, step three, then everything is all right forever. Yeah, because I, I get the strong feeling from him that he doesn't actually, like, he's just miserable. Yes. Because his entire thing is like, eventually I am not going to owe debts to anybody because I'm done owing debts to people. So, and he makes a point of being like, Kitiara, I don't have a debt to you anymore. And he's like, I don't have a brother, because if I don't have a brother, I can't have a debt to my brother. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 basically just, like, he's miserable, and he's going to literally make it everybody else's problem. And it's like, man, just... There's a guy who could have used a good gaming group. Yeah, work it out. Work yeah, it out. Yeah. Just, it, just... Ugh. All right. So, uh, you know, it's like <laughs> Raceland's basically like, don't you want to be on the winning side for a change? And Kitty R is like, well, and he. I mean, what if it does work? Then I could have all of Kryn. Again, I don't know what you're going to do with it. And then we have the bit about um, Kitiara basically being angry that somebody gave up on Raceland. And then she's like, I'm going to make sure he lives. Not going to do anything to ensure his quality of life after that, because then he's on his own. But I am going to make sure that he lives. No, it's totally a control thing. Yeah. I know. I know. I was I was yeah. just I was just firing some shots. What you're deserved is just I don't expect better from her at this yeah, point. No. 
<laughs> I will control whether he lives or dies, and then he can go screw. Bye. Um, I do. I do like the. Uh, I must get back. You will contact me upon your return. If I am successful, there will be no need to contact you. You'll know. And then she's like, "Go, oh, okay, peace." And he's like, "Great, deuces." Oh, yeah. And this is the part Ricky was talking about. Hey, Arrakis would have killed you. So when I arranged to have him kill the game, we're quits. We're good. It's yeah, yeah. Sleep. Uh, and then, you know, he, you know, she and Soth are walking out and then he's like, or she's like, well, all right, uh, we, we got to stop him. And she's like, why don't you just go take care of Chrysania? You know, um, many have died trying to enter the forest of Wayrith. Isn't that right? Make it appear to be fate. My little brother believes in that. When he was small, I taught him that to refuse to do my bidding meant a whipping. It seems that me, he must learn that lesson again. Yeah, you're, uh, the power balance has shifted there, Kitayara. I think maybe. Yeah, just a little, just a little bit. Uh, then, uh, I'm not sure whether this is the most true or the most ironic thing that gets said in all of the books ever. I, too, believe in fate, Kitiara. The Death Knight murmured, the fate of man makes himself. Were it you with the choice to the fate you made yourself and for the whole world pretty awful? I don't know. Yeah, but like believing in it doesn't mean you believe that it's the right thing, right? Yeah, but the the implication seems to be that he thinks Raceland can do it because he believes in the fate a man makes himself, and the fate he made himself was horrible. <laughs> it's like I <laughs> think this guy could do it for himself, <laughs> not me. I tried, but this guy he could he could do it. Listen. He got someplace really impressive, and he got there with his own bootstraps, okay? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. He had no help from any undead wizards. Shifty eyes. Um, yeah. yeah. And then Soth is like, who will learn this lesson, I wonder? That is the voice I use for any comment that I think is just too arch. It's just, just a little too arch. Yeah. They get that. That's the voice I get. All right. Well, uh, that's the end of chapter five. And again, I think we've we've gone like maybe an hour, a little bit over. So we're yeah. gonna be gonna go ahead and stop there. Um, so this is gonna be coming out November twenty first. Uh, James, do you have anything to plug for the week of November twenty first? I'm going on vacation, so uh, I'm plugging taking time for yourself to recharge and you know fill fill up your cup so you can fill up the cups of others are you are you going anywhere are you just taking we like are. thanksgiving week oh where are you going we're doing we're doing key west Ooh. yeah um taking pet parenthesis s and parenthesis 
We are. Um, we, we will be boarding the the, uh, the pups. They okay. they won't be traveling with us. All they right. Maybe they may hang with my parents. One and two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. That's Key West. Um, Allison has been there. I have never been there. Again, ironic. I was born in Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah. Carrie went on a uh, a solo vacation there a couple of years ago and had such a great time that we've been hoping to get back. Oh, as great! A, yeah. As a group, so. Looking enjoy forward. it enjoy that oh, yeah yeah um ricky how about you anything to plug for the week of november 21st happy holidays it's time <laughs> uh yes. we're recording this very far ahead of the time that you're hearing it and i'm already beside myself ready for the winter holidays um so we'll see exactly how long I make it into the rest of October slash until you hear this in November without listening to Christmas music. Uh, I may be pagan, but I was raised in the tradition. So <laughs> I am chomping at the bit to hear some Mariah Carey and to drink my uh, white chocolate peppermint mochas and to be very up in the season. Sorry, my brain just did a thing. Um, yes, yes. I and I, I, I wish you joy of and from that. Um, I just uh, one of the things I was thinking is that, of course, it's I'm. Uh, it, it's it's the wrong time to try to lose weight. It's the fattening holidays coming up. Um, with what with the leftover Halloween candy, the entire Thanksgiving business, and then. Uh, from about, oh, I don't know, December 15th through to New Year's weekend. I mean, just that whole, that whole stretch. Um, and then the entire week following New Year's where you're eating all of the leftovers in your house. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my brain also did a thing when you mentioned Mariah Carey, because what I assume you were thinking of is uh, all I want for Christmas is you. Yes. And as uh, you all might remember, none of these are on the Patreon because I posted them on Facebook. But uh, last year I did my 12 days of Tolkien thing. Um, and my brain went, but what if that were Sauron singing to the ring? And I'm like, oh, brain, don't. And it's like, but you can like, no, we're not doing that again. Actually, Gollum singing to the ring might be even better. OK, stop. All right. I'm good. Everything's fine. <laughs> It could be a duet. <laughs> All I want, my precious, is you. Great. There we go. That's okay. All right. I'll be over in my filk corner. Um, so what we're plugging uh, this time is Seth's uh, 12 Days of Tolkien for 2022. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing that again, probably. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see how many ideas I have between now and and Christmas. Um, but yeah, probably not. Uh, but for this week, I am, of course, going to plug. Yep. It, it's it's yeah. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Um, be be cognizant of all of the things the holiday means. Right. Not to be a downer. Just like remember, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the last piece, this is advice. This is not a plug. This is advice. It's way too late to order a holiday meal from Whole Foods. But if you do or you are tempted, do not 
order the Gato Basque. That cake is a lie. It is very definitely a lie. What did this cake do to you? I have tried to order it twice. Whole Foods continues to put it as an option. They never have it. They are Lucy with the football, and I am hapless Charlie Brown, placing my order and expecting me my cake, and instead I land flat on my back in the grass. What do they do? They substitute what substitute? I mean, basically, they're like, yeah, just go pick out a cake. Oh yeah. And I'm like, but that's not. I wanted. This is the one that I wanted. And also, you always wait until the week I'm supposed to get it before telling me I can't have it. Yeah. So. Everything else is fine, by the way, on the menu. It's great. It's fine. Just don't order the Gato Basque. Um, and with that, thank you for coming on this journey with us. And it's time to say goodbye. So goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.